This is the Glasses by Day Keep and I podcast. I'm Matt and today I'm going to be giving you a comic to read before you die. Right off the bat, if you give me a follow, a like, comments are more than welcome and well received. The bad, the good, the indifferent. I accept the criticism and hope to improve on every episode. If you could tell your friends, family, anyone who is able or wanting to listen to an English ginger bloke talk about comics and other geeky stuff, point them in this direction. Today's comic to read before you die is We Can Never Go Home, Volume 1. So, the first thing I'll say about it is the cover art is pretty decent. You know, white background, both of them in the picture, both of the main characters. We Can Never Go Home, just written at the top. It's just simple, effective, gets right to the point. So, We Can Never Go Home is a comic book series created by Patrick Kindlin, who's best known for his work at Image Comics and Black Mask Studios. Matthew Rosenberg, best known for his work at Black Mask Studios and Marvel Comics. And Josh Hood, who's best known for pencils across DC and Marvel. Um, the series is published by Black Mask Studios, which was founded in 2012 by Matt Pizzolo, Steve Niles and Brett Gurewitz. Um one thing I love about this comic is that it isn't from Marvel, DC or Image Comics. Um, it's from a lesser known company, which if this comic is anything to go by, they hopefully make a lot of amazing comics. Um, the series surrounds Duncan, an unpopular high school student who witnesses the super strength of Madison, a pretty girl who he, who he attends school with, to get involved with an accidental murder and have to flee town. So... Duncan, he's the weird kid in town, um, he's out in the middle of nowhere, shooting a gun, killing cans, middle of nowhere. Madison, popular girl, she's driven out to make out point, American cliche I know, to anyone English, anyone British out there that doesn't understand it, because we don't have make out points as far as I know, not in my town anyway. Um, it's basically where the creepy bloke from down the road goes dogging. Um, when she's there, the high school jock, he gets a little handsy with her and she uses her superpowers on him to stop him from you know, molesting her, basically. Um, Duncan witnesses this and tells her um, that he has superpowers too, which all the way through the comic, I'm more than sceptical about. He he said it to her. He, I'm not sure if he believes it himself. He believes he has superpowers. He believed he killed his mum. And, you know, at birth and stuff like that. And actually, I think it's just something that he's either brought up in his head to help himself cope with the trauma of losing his mother. Or, you know, more importantly, he's just trying to make himself feel a little bit better about himself. But actually, it's just Madison is relatively vulnerable and I feel like he takes advantage of it to a certain extent. And I think this is pretty clear all the way through because she is the one who actually commits the murder and it is what it's his dad. And I kind of feel like he uses this to his advantage. He gets her to run away. You know, he's 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 caught up in the romance of being on the road, living, you know, like paycheck to paycheck, you know, like you know, job to job, you know, making the most of her superpowers and stuff like that but at no point does he offer anything to the situation over the more problems the main thing that i love about the book is the artwork i kind of feel like joshua does a, a brilliant job there's clean lines beautifully drawn people um 
it's it's weird to say, but it almost gives me a pop art vibe all the way through. I feel like when you look at the faces, when you look at all that, I think if you look at any any pop art from back in the day, you know, the face wise, they they've all got like beautifully drawn faces, stuff like that, clean lines on them. And I kind of feel like when I'm saying pop art vibe, imagine pop art without any of the vibrant colours to go with it, without, with a bit more of a, a dull and dismal colours, uh, other end of the spectrum colours than what you'd expect on pop art. Um, I feel like he's, he, Josh Hood's great at showing a full range of emotion within a small window of panels. Yeah, I just feel like he does a really, really beautiful job. And yeah, like if you see any you know, any other comic books with his name on it, it's worth picking up just to see what he does with the artwork because it is it is really beautiful. And I feel like it complements the writing of the story so well. I love the way that he draws super powered people. I kind of feel like there's there's almost a realist realism to it and it just comes across really well. And I know there's not much you know, action wise there is action in it, but it, I feel like it's it's blended together so nicely with just the the mediocre you know, the mediocrity of life at the same time. Now I do love the way that he draws super people. Um there's a bit where a super powered person stops their car and he just like stands in front of it and the car takes a lot of damage. He takes none. Uh, yeah. I love the I love the crashing of the, the airbag into Duncan's face just it's really good. Um, story's great. So a pair of teenagers is one which has powers uh, and doesn't know how to use them properly. While another person in my eyes, like I've said, wishes he had powers, manipulates the powered person to go on the run. My interpretation, um, Duncan is kind of the villain in my eyes as he knows she's vulnerable. Um although without being vulnerable, she's invulnerable without being, she's vulnerable but invulnerable at the same time. So I kind of feel like it's it's a Bonnie and Clyde story with a superhuman twist thrown in. Um, one of the things that feels right without being right is the ending. It's so untraditional. It leaves you wanting more, but feeling so satisfied at the same time. I kind of feel like it ends how it would in real life. There is no happy ending for them. No happily, end ever, happily ever after for this couple. It's it's just not on the card, not in this volume anyway. Um, it has a pretty simple plot. Like I said, Bonnie and Clyde meet superpowers. Um, the plot twists come into play when more superpowered people come in, into the actual into the novel. Um, I myself have only read this volume in the graphic novel form, and I'm kind of glad that I've read it as a full volume. Um, Although it is a comic I'd read before I, I'd recommend to read before you die, I feel like I'd find it quite difficult to read than you know issue to issue. I feel for me, I needed to read the whole volume to really, really appreciate the work. Um, so if you get the chance, read it in the volumized format. Um, all in all, great comic and should definitely be one that you should read before you die. I'm Matt, and this has been the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. Thanks for listening.